0: Okay. okay.
1: Welcome to False Prophet with Reverend Devin Devine, and I'm Dr. Mark. It's October 19th. Another awesome episode. <laughs> How are you?
0: I'm doing pretty good. Do you know what's going to be awesome? Because it, you're, you're in the future, right?
1: I know. I'm telling you. I listened to this episode. It was great. <laughs> the
0: internet's in the past. I get it.
1: Yeah, it's so fast.
0: So what? What is it, uh yeah. is, is that going down the road about time? Are we going to talk about time and linear? And is it linear? Ooh, oh, that's a good one. Oh, or is, yeah. it like, is it like an ocean, or are you just swim in different directions? <laughs>
1: Right? Is it all deterministic? If it happened in my past and it happens in your future, do you still have to do it or do you have free will?
0: Well, it it wouldn't be free will in the sense of having a, a choice deliberately different than what you know is going to happen. It would be an alternate universe. Oh, yeah. So, it, I mean, it, it happened. It was free will before, and then if you changed it, it would be free will still, but in a totally different alternate universe because you, even the future that you found out about or knew about doesn't exist in your future. It never happened yet. But the undergoing of, of time is, is that same sense of just literally an alternate state, an alternate universe of your
1: same existence. <laughs> so you would just arrive to the same conclusion through independent means.
0: Well, it depends on where the finish line is, I suppose, but yeah, ultimately they all get to that same that same ending point. And as far as all the 10 dimensions of reality, however, these 6th 7th, uh, well, 5th, 6th and 7th dimension is literally kind of the the movement between alternate dimensions. So, uh, not dimensions, but alternate universes, like a lot of people, as I just did, mix up alternate universes with dimensions and and get a little confused. But dimensions is, I mean, when you best understand a dimension, it's not another place, another universe where there's different animals and different creatures and stuff. And that's an alternate universe, which is on the same somewhat timeline, but different things happening. Uh, a different dimension is is to be able to see for an example we only see one dimension right now as we're living looking at the third dimension but if I saw uh, several Devons at once doing several different choices at once is what it's like in the sixth dimension so that's alternate di- universes of Devon
1: oh okay yeah
0: so it gets, so it, gets, awesome. it, gets, yeah, it gets really uncomprehensible to the, the conscious mind that is here and now in this world.
1: Because we don't have to deal with it ever. Yeah. It's not part of our built-in psyche. Yeah.
0: I mean, well, we are dealing with it all the time. We're, we are doing it all the time. We're choosing between realities in every moment. And yet we are completely blinded by everyone that we no longer make the decision for. So it's like there's a bunch of lines, which is each linear path of each alternate universe. And you're, whenever you make a choice, you go to one uh, next to it, you know, one on the left or one on the right and, and so on. And, and you're making decisions about which universe you want, pretty much which ending do you want to co- go to. Oh um, okay. <laughs> it does. It does seem like a theory, but when you actually kind of tap into it, uh, and and uh-huh. you have the actual experience, you start, sh- uh, kind of shaping the difference between you know you and I. For an example, are these choices? Are these alternate universes? And it it literally brings our minds together as one.
1: Oh uh, okay. So is there some commonality between them, then?
0: Well, ultimately, it's like uh, every shade of color, you know, and and eventually red turns into orange, but there's every shade in between, and you can take every tiny little frequency and say it's an alternate universe to the next one, and yet it, it, you know, it gradually makes the difference, makes it into a different shade, a completely different color.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. That
0: makes sense. This this sounds like the Halloween episode. Should we have a Halloween episode? You got the walking in the background and the the creepy <laughs> steps happening. In the it's like oh, what's going on? <laughs> so it gets I and mean, we we really hopped right into this idea, didn't we? Getting right into it. Yep.
1: We didn't wait at all. Yeah. Who needs the (laughs) weight? I like it.
0: So it it definitely, even as pretty much any idea that is not completely provable, is considered a theory. But uh, in each of these alternate universes, they all have different theories to the next that are provable. So, like, even gravity in an alternate universe of this same timeline doesn't exist. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's literally every option of <clears throat> every possibility that you can possibly imagine or think of.
1: Okay. So every shade of possibility exists simultaneously.
0: Yeah, and and the sixth dimension is called is called resurrection because it is kind of a part of the idea of what is in an alternate universe uh of what we are as in dead in this one and resurrection is going to another one where we are literally alive still and have been for quite a long time
1: so do we exist in all these different dimensions or versions of ourselves
0: yeah well i would say we exist in all of them uh more than I would say a version of us, because a version of us makes it sound like uh, the other self of myself has a free will, even of, of my own. Uh, you have
1: to fight yourself in some yeah. universe. <laughs> yeah,
0: like that movie One or something. I like that. Um, oh, yeah, Jet Li. Yeah, yeah. It makes it seem like that, and and at the same time, I can. I mean, as much as I'm resistance to that acceptance of the universe and the oneness of, of all of it. It does seem as if we're, we're separate and have separate wills, but the, the, the mind that's trained to really just follow and accept it as it is, is, is aware of almost all alternate universes continuously. So it is the same mind, the same being in all of them. And yet, you know, there's there's other universes where you don't have legs and there's other universes where you, you don't have arms and and just all, every variation.
1: So are we only aware of, like, one dimension at a time, then? Or one universe at a time?
0: So this second, third, and fourth dimension is called the era of the Son of God, and that that's an idea of separation completely of God. And uh, that... You just have, you have an independent idea of yourself, independent will, independent knowledge, completely believe yourself to be a complete independent thing. So this fifth, sixth and seventh dimension is called the era of the Holy Spirit, which is only a bridge. So this, the difference is complete separation here at this time, and that is complete unity. So it is, it is this complete limitless laws of everything. And, and that's ultimately because you can jump around to any universe that has any law that this one doesn't have and pretty much bring everybody with you um, at the oh, yeah. same time as in, you know, like, okay, for an example. So I'm like, oh, look, I can do a miracle. I can, I, you know, I can't fly right now, but I can fly. And then you do it. And you didn't just, you jumped into another universe where flying is completely logical and everybody does it. So everybody's like, no, that's not uh, a miracle. Everybody flies. You know what I'm saying?
1: That's just normal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And we do this every day. So nobody really looks at each other and says, oh, that's not a miracle. That happens every day. We don't realize it, but that we're, we're expanding our minds and changing into an alternate universe almost every moment and making something new possible and yet... Everybody believes it And everybody knows it At the exact same time
1: Is this what people call Like the law of attraction Like when they start Really focusing on something And it comes into their life And they That uh, kind of thing Or is so, it just yeah, This is different
0: mm, this, this isn't a, This isn't Like a, a Deliberate Deliberate Attempts To attract Things Or, or get things And stuff like that it, it's not something that we really are going to achieve it's a natural state of evolution and of, of what we are designed to do and what we're here to do we came here to get bodies meaning we came here to have and believe and experience opposition from complete reality which is unity so this, this we have this complete state of separation and independence and then we're gonna go into this complete limitlessness, and then the, there's the the era again, which is the the uh, terrestrial, celestial, and celestial kingdom, which is the era of God, uh, opposed to the Holy Spirit. And now we're gonna be we're gonna have chosen the best universes and the best choices out of whatever we wanted to do, and which we want to do. So like. Uh, it's not so much we train ourselves, which we do, we train ourselves to go into these experiences of, of the fifth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. We really don't have a choice, ultimately, when it naturally happens, eventually. Uh, it's, it's more in the sense of, I just had it, but I think I forgot. I, I the, the words elude me at this moment, so. You say something, uh, it might come back.
1: So as we progress through these dimensions, then we have different experiences. And our experience right now is about opposition and, and feeling the body that we have and our limitation and separation and stuff like Yeah. That. <clears throat> but we'll evolve into higher planes or higher dimensions later on.
0: Yeah, it's it's just like birth happened, and we didn't really have yeah. much say <clears throat> much say in the matter. Uh, as far as what this body is concerned, and this person, and this brain, personality, um, it, it it will happen in the same sense as it's just the next the next step. Uh, even as the training of of like a course in miracles, for an example, is to get out of the habitual pattern of believing that I am a body that has to and required by the body's laws to obey obey these specific physical laws and uh, that is is quite literally so that when you do die which most people will turn to Jesus for an example then Jesus will bring you out of this habitual pattern uh, of of coming back and being a body again however some people are stuck in imprisoned in this idea that they are a body and so they they do do this rebirth thing continuously and even living the exact same life over and over again uh, until they reach the, a conscious consciousness evolution of, of recognizing that there's something weird about this, that there's something more. And, and a lot of gurus and stuff like, like Jesus and everything is, is there to say, you know, I've seen past this world. I've seen more. You can call upon me in your death. And, and I'll save you from this habitual pattern of, of birth and death. And mm-hmm. and and so a lot of people don't believe in reincarnation anymore because uh, it is being, you know, kind of being broken out of that because people are turning to Jesus, which is completely perfect. I mean, it is, it is useful and helpful and wonderful for everybody. To, uh, there's other people, too, that have done it. And that can be turned to as well.
1: And their mission is to come and save us from the illusion of this world, or what?
0: Uh, it's kind of... Uh, it, it's hard to explain because no matter what, even when you explain the, the vision of, it, of Jesus, it makes it into a body, makes it into uh, a, some sort of form that we have this idea that body uh, Jesus was a body that died in, in this sense. And when you go into the spirit world, it's not so much like that. Uh, So it's hard to explain in the sense, but to use ideas of form to explain it is that when you die, you pretty much have, it's, it's a choice. However, you're not aware that it's a choice. It's kind of a natural, what are you going to be thinking when you die? And when you die, it's either you're, you know, you're calling upon a higher power and a lot of people call to Jesus, and, and that can help you be aware that there's more to life, and now you're choosing which universe you're gonna be in, uh, oh, okay. and, and if you don't, you're usually thinking about yourself and your family and how many regrets you have uh, about your life, and that, that means you're literally calling to return back to your life. And you're calling to reincarnation or reoccurrence of your life and kind of living a deja vu of your life uh, until you you know really as as Jesus has said it you know accept me and be saved uh, it goes in the same sense with a multitude of deities uh, and and different senses that have you know depending on what how far they have seen and gone in these dimensional experiences
1: So when we pray to these deities, like if I were to pray to Christ or Allah or Buddha or Muhammad or whatever, would I be trying to connect with their message or something? Like what's the, what is that?
0: Yeah, it's tricky because, I mean, just like the same sense, trying to make Jesus or Christ into a man is is bringing it back into the physical body and the physical world. And therefore you're not praying to anything out there. You're actually praying to a pretty, I would say a corpse, but I'm sure it's, it's, if it was in <laughs> buried, it's it's long <laughs> past the corpse stage, and you know, right. and, and stuff like that. So you you're not actually praying to something that actually exists. Even the reincarnated body isn't physical anymore. Uh, not the re, mm-hmm. the resurrected body isn't uh, the same physical status in which we uh, we would call physical.
1: Is that just because it's in a higher dimension?
0: Uh, yeah, it's it's more of a, a shadow. So it's sort of, you know how they explain the dimensions. They say, uh, so the first dimension leaves a, a zero, it doesn't leave a shadow, a zeroth dimension shadow. Uh, the second dimension leaves a first dimension shadow, a line. Uh, the third dimension leaves a second dimension shadow, which is like a square or something, in the cube is... And oh, yeah, a fourth okay. dimension, and this is where it gets a little harder to understand, you know, fourth dimension leaves a third dimensional shadow. And you're like, whoa, what is a third dimensional shadow? Ha <laughs> Yeah. And then the fifth dimension leaves a fourth dimensional shadow. And yet, what in the crap? And you can't even... Compre- right. Yeah, you barely... We barely understand. There's people that are even debating on what the fourth dimension is and trying to figure out what it is. And, and yet... It, you know it's really just inst- instead of actually getting into it yourself you know like a firsthand scientific explanation uh which which you can't really prove to anybody else but i mean that's what life is is our life is this fourth dimensional experience of going from birth to death and uh or an object being made into a shape and a form and and then being destroyed and and it is, it is that I remember. Like, you remember yesterday, right? Yeah, and that's, I hope so. <laughs> that's, that's the maintaining of the fourth dimension. However, your third dimension, your body, does not actually remember yesterday. That's true. Yeah, your hand has no idea what yesterday was, but it has the evidence that would say that it is... Uh, The growth from yesterday, and it is, you know, what will be dying in the future and all this stuff. But only the concepts of mind can even comprehend such an idea.
1: That's interesting. So was Christ, like a fifth dimensional being, just casting a shadow in the fourth dimension then?
0: Yeah, so a lot of people wonder why he left holes in his hands and, and stuff in that experience. Is no longer was he uh, in the body, uh, in in the sense, and and I do assume you're talking about Jesus, because that's what most people say when they talk. Mention Christ. Uh, to me, Christ yeah. is something far different than only Jesus. It's something much more expansive uh, than um. just one person that did find Christ realization, uh, which is the creator of the universe. So. Uh, <laughs> So the holes in the hand is kind of an in indicator of the experience. It's not so much that the body was uh, resurrected. It's that the completion of everything that the body was, which is actually a representation of the soul, is, is now just kind of a shadow. Like So if I, with time, for an example... Uh, if I get up and walk into the other room and we could see the fourth dimension in its completion as if we're in the fifth, we would see this, you know, linear snake kind of experience of seeing every frame of Devin getting up and walking over to the other room.
1: Uh, Uh, okay.
0: Okay. So in the same sense, this image that was still there of the resurrected body was the continuation of what is Jesus' uh but not of the body the body is the frame of the image that that's still as Jesus walks in another land does that kind of mm-hmm. make sense like walks in another universe
1: uh, so what are the holes then just to show yeah, that, that just frame just like been...
0: sc- just like scars and everything it it would be the completion of what was Jesus's body so the baby was there at the same time okay like but so people couldn't necessarily see that they only saw what they chose so the universe that we're in it's what we are choosing to see so if i was if i thought jesus died as a baby i would see his resurrected form as a baby
1: oh yeah because we're talking about perception. alternate
0: universes
1: yeah so you would just see one frame of that snake of time
0: yeah yeah pretty much. It's really hard to comprehend.: Hang <laughs> on. So I mean this is why the the future dimensions and, and uh, experiences really almost have to be watered down for religions and stuff. Uh, and I, specifically talking about the plan of salvation is it's almost incomprehensible to, to really get into. Uh, to the to the mind that 's very focused on one individual body one individual mm. personality and and doesn 't actually have the first hand experience of tapping into different experiences but okay. but we don 't need to know it i mean like this information isn 't really useful until you actually do it yourself or go there yourself and and everything that 's why um, even even the uh, the era of god this these Celestial, terrestrial, and celestial kingdoms are are so not even uncomprehensible. Uh, like it's so far beyond uncomprehensible. Like we don't even have a word for it. Yeah. yeah. But we, so but what is just, our future then? Okay, so the future like of of which? Well, so like of Mark? Like, because Mark's gonna die. That's that's the future of Mark.
1: Right. We we're talking about you know Christ is the baby, and Christ is also you know the. resurrected being and there's this whole snake of experience of jesus's life you know so is my is my future already in existence then and i'm just experiencing the living of it
0: yeah your experience deliberate choice of which among ultimate alternate universes you're choosing from so you have such a variety of spectrum of of universes to choose from every choice you make every movement you make you're literally choosing an alternate universe with a different ending, with a different challenges throughout it, with different choices. And mm. and if you could recognize uh, which, you know, as they say, choose the right, right? Mm. Uh, is If you can actually recognize which direction is right and which direction is left in these choosing of the universes, uh, you mm. will eventually completely shift and change your universe, you know, from red to orange to yellow, uh, it's not necessarily in colors at all, but literally seeing and experiencing a completely different universe with completely Mm -hmm. different laws, where you don't look around and think you're special among them. But even as in in my understanding of Jesus, Jesus looked and knew that everybody could do exactly what he was doing, and yet they were choosing not to.
1: So when he healed people, was he just awakening them to the potential of being in a universe where they're healthy?
0: Yeah, I mean, to put it in kind of slang modern terms, he was, you know, when he's saying get up and walk with me, he's like, come on, dude. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Come on. You we come on, you know, get up. All right. Come on. Let's walk. What are you talking? (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Not walk. What? Come on. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so
0: obvious that he knows that he knows. However, the other guy doesn't know that he doesn't know,
1: you know. Mm. So could one person help shift another person or help them awaken to another reality or something?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's That's pretty much uh, what Jesus said, you know, if you believe in me, it can be done. Mm. Because you're believing that literally something that seems completely outrageous at the time is... Completely believed, you know, in him.
1: That's interesting. Well, in the scriptures in the Mormon theology it talks about how we're supposed to all be saviors on Mount Zion. You oh, know, I've yeah? always okay. wondered about that. Yeah. So I'm like, does that mean that I'm supposed to die for people, or does it mean that maybe I'm supposed to help people shift their perception of reality or something? Well, let's let's say it this
0: way. Instead of getting very specific about that and what it does, every day you're kind of, as let's use the same metaphors and understanding of being in a different universe, you will take that scripture and use it in the fashion necessary for making a decision that would either take you in one direction or another in the choices of the universe in which you're having. So it, what you want to recognize in that scripture will will either take you to being that, or to mm. thinking that you don't understand that scripture, or something. And so you're you're either if you take it in meaning that, and you actually are recognizing that that's what it's saying, you are choosing and making choices now that will take you more and more closer to a universe that that is actually true.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. so, what mind is it that navigates through these universe? Is it like the subconscious yeah. or is it like a deliberate choice?
0: so if we go into the understanding of the dimensions and we go very back to the very beginning of of the existence before time uh, before mm-hmm. anything uh, there was it it is that that zeroth dimension which is the nothingness before it was created into somethingness which is. which is the idea of God and the Son of God, okay? Then there was just God and the Son of God. God is such such a completeness of all the future and all these universes of everything that we're talking about and all the past and everything that now the purpose of what the Son of God is is to choose between them. So it started off in zero and it's now choosing and continuously creating anything that it chooses, anything that it wants, as it so created the world with michael and everything and, and the whole universe mm-hmm. of spirit and and going through this the the chooser through all these experiences is quite literally the son of god that everything that we most people refer to as god in the creation of the universe is typically the son of god uh oh, okay because what god is is the completion of being everything everywhere and all of it in which the Son of God will eventually become as God at the same time. But to God, in the position of God, he is quite literally it, is quite literally remembering the experience of being the Son of God, coming to the complete knowledge and the the remembrance of how God became God. So the Son of God Mm -hmm. is how how God became itself in the (laughs) completion of it. Yeah.
1: That's so interesting. So what is Holy Spirit
0: then? So the Holy Spirit, or is it different? yeah. So there's a few different ways of understanding what the Holy Spirit is, but it, it's with a W being the Holy Spiritual Universe. And this is mm. the first creation in which is actually referenced to most often as the Garden of Eden. And this is the space in which where we, in our extension of the, as being Son of God, we knew God, we knew everything about God, and we were deliberately creating a universe of, of how we, we saw and chose any experience, and that's what the free will is about, because ultimately, no matter what choices or no matter what decisions the Son of God makes, it is quite literally always going to end up in the same position of becoming God. Because every direction, every universe is every option of what is God. So it really doesn't matter which or what or how it chooses to go into an experience even being good or evil. Uh, it really it doesn't make any difference because it, as some people say, you know, you're, all the paths lead up to the same mountain point. It's kind of mm. kind of an understanding is, is, well, choose the right is more of a, a way of explaining... How, how can I have a better life? How can I, you know, be happier? And, and so, mm-hmm. like, you can either take a path that goes straight up the mountain and you have to climb these cliffs and everything, or you can take a path that goes around it 25,000 times and, you know, eventually gets <laughs> there. But one way is easier and one way is longer. Uh, one way is a lot harder and one way is quicker. You know, so it, it, and the, there's all these variations in between.
1: So how come so many religions teach that some people go back to heaven and some people go to hell, and that's kind of like a permanency? Yeah. Is that so, just like...
0: So, well, the choices, and depending on which direction or what dimension they're talking about, I have heaven and hell, because there's multiple versions, uh, the idea is, is kind of what I mentioned earlier is a habit pattern and the habit of, of the way we think. And if we, we do this throughout our lives now, that we reoccur the same scenarios in our lives and fall into issues and problems, uh, and we, mm. we think, the way we think is, is now expecting these things to happen again. And so they, uh-huh. they keep doing it, keep happening until we finally change our mind and start thinking differently and expecting miracles or expecting, you know, uh, being saved or expecting something different uh, and that we might not know what it is and we might not be trained in, in it yet or or whatever, then we're expecting something more than may, the decisions that we make. Like if we have regret or guilt or shame or anger or anything, we keep mm-hmm. making decisions that regurgitate and come back to those same experiences over and over again. Reasons to be guilty, reasons to be shameful. Reason, you know, we keep making that. That's yeah. more about the... Law of Attraction than anything that we've been talking about.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. So is,
1: you know, all religions also teach like the idea of sin or karma or something. Yeah. Is sin just that cycle? When I when I do something, it makes me miserable. That's the effect. Sin is an effect of a choice or something.
0: Well, the besides from the cause and effect and natural order of physical law, uh, it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's obvious that things happen. You know, your consequences and stuff like that. Karma is more of the con- uh, the subconscious mind that ha- that remembers past experiences before birth and death, and it it has that same patterns in the, in the same sense, and in, in having some regurgitated thinking and and ideas and thinking that it will be punished for certain things, and 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 you the idea to recognize this is if you were to see just different personalities react to situations differently. And that is mm. because they have specific patterns in their lives and not just this life, but something that was innate in their birth uh, and and what they chose pretty much what the frequencies they were in the spiritual universe. And this is mm. then the breaking of karma is quite literally to be eventually become every frequency of the spiritual universe that is available to us. So, so in other words, you recognize where you have a pattern of choosing the same thing over and over again and getting the same result, you know, and you, you keep, you're like a mouse and you keep choosing that cheese that shocks you instead of the other cheese. And, and you notice <laughs> that all the, everybody that has the same personality type keeps choo- doing the same decision and choices. And ultimately yeah, it's because we're not really all that different. And so we, we, uh, the breaking of karma is, is the training of your mind to be something more than what you, your past has told you that you have been uh, something more than you know what you, you've seen that you're capable of or your education has taken you, that you're you are mm-hmm. capable of beyond anything you can imagine. I mean there's like miracles that you don't even comprehend or right? you're completely capable in every moment to exceed everything your past has told you that you are capable of.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. And so to be free of these patterns that have, you know, chained us forever, we have to just become aware of the truth or?
0: Ultimately, yes. The first step is to recognize that you have them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And recognize, you know, where you keep doing it. And, and so the second step, I guess, would be I don't have steps really. I don't, it would be nice to make <laughs> these steps. But,
1: A 12 step uh, program? Yeah,
0: maybe. The second step is to recognize that uh, in, in what choice you keep making. So recognize first step that you have these patterns and you keep living the same cycles over and over again. The second would be, you know, what is the choice that I keep making? that uh, keeps leading to the same thing. And uh, I'm thinking of my you know, messy place and how it's just messy all the time. And I, I had a messy room <laughs> when I was a kid too. And it's like the yeah. same thing. It's like, what is making the choice of that? What is leading to that choice? Or so what is the choice that I'm making? And then to recognize where, I'd say the third step would be to recognize you know, what is keeping me from making a different choice and that is recognizing something that I, I actually believe is a block, is in, is in my way to making uh-huh. a different choice. And for me, with this, this messy place, I often go into, and these, this is where the seven sins come up, uh, I often go into <laughs> not having enough energy uh, throughout the day to do all sorts of things and then clean the whole place. Uh, so that's yeah. the idea of sloth. And, and actually, so, so the, to go in, since we're bringing up the seven sins, um, uh, the idea <laughs> of the seven sins it also corresponds with the frequencies that they, they uh, each have a different perspective of death and how the belief in death weighs on you. And that's pretty much what okay. it is. So the belief in being a body at all is believing that you're going to die. And so, my, yes. this sloth yeah. idea, is is literally the the subconscious choice and belief that I I'm going to die, and and therefore I'm almost uh, uh, drained by it. Like uh, I, mm-hmm. there's like a fighting it off continuously. Mm-hmm. So then my energy is put on fighting off death instead of just being complete miracle miraculous. You know. Oh, okay. So, uh so it so, goes with all the seven sins that we have our different way of of approaching and defending ourselves from death because we believe it's real.
1: So when you run up against one of those blocks that stop you from doing something you want to do, and you identify, oh this is this is a, a belief I have, this is a block of thing that's stopping me from doing something. Do you identify like which sin it is and then try to move the frequency or something, try to do the opposite? Well, I don't How do you overcome
0: I don't know, uh, as far as techniques, (laughs) I did not have this all written down, (laughs) uh, but, but uh, I mean the same as, as really, I had no idea what we were going to talk about today. I didn't know what, you know, what we're going to get into and all this stuff. So I, I just let it up to a higher (laughs) source and let this come through me. Uh, but that does lead into what would be the next step. Uh, so it's Mm. not so much required, Uh, However, for our minds that are so set on definitions of form and shape and ideas, uh, it it would be easier uh, for that next step about... (laughs) Oh, that sounds like a nice car.
1: Uh, That guy's a jerk.
0: (laughs) So it would be a balancing out. So the idea of taking up the opposite form of the frequency Uh, which is usually almost the hardest thing to do Uh, yet at the same time we think that we're supposed to fight off energy for an example uh, being sloth like I need more energy Uh, or else else I'm just going to fall asleep and not do anything and let the mess build up and like it doesn't bother me anymore I just walk around and kick it around you know I find our (laughs) excuses and we think then we think it's the obvious that's the problem you know oh I think I, I, you know, the mess is the problem, the energy is the problem, but it's really quite the opposite. Like, is that actually... So those are
1: just symptoms of the problem?
0: Yeah, yeah, like, is that actually the problem? Like, not just so much, uh, even e- even something directly related, but almost quite literally the opposite. It's like, why do I think that energy is the issue here? You know, why do I think... as You know, first the mess is the issue, then I go down to energy is the issue, and then I go down to, oh, it's my belief in death that's the issue. Now, what is the opposite of the belief in death? Can we think of something? Get more interactive Uh, here? (laughs) I (laughs) don't
1: know. You could, like, go deeper and deeper. So the opposite of the belief in death is, like, the realization that you can't die
0: yeah I, I, so the realization you can't die would be the acceptance of eternal life
1: oh, okay, yeah that makes sense
0: so my fear is actually, interesting. is actually the that I am eternal what could we say that and not so so really it's like i'm afraid and so that's- I am super powerful, I am actually terrified that I could take over this world if I let go, you know, like I'm so much so powerful that I can knock the world off its axis and actually change the calendar and and everything (laughs) and mess things up. That's interesting. You know? Like
1: I, so I think... so that's the real block.
0: Yeah. And I love that we're using me for this because, because yeah, it just (laughs) brought up another word, you know, I I could mess it up. Like I think I'm so powerful. I can mess it up. So why not just keep the place a mess?
1: <laughs> wow.
0: So, I mean, we so can keep going and going. So
1: once
0: you have that realization. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I, I do I want to go there? That's the question. Do I really want to go there? See, this is where another person is, is very helpful. Uh, and, huh. and this is something I do, you know. I, I'm actually a spirit coach, and it's easier to get a... You know, objective perspective on life, and and trying to get people to help yeah. them see and and to feel the spirit. You can recognize where it needs its balancing and stuff. And, I mean, if mm-hmm. as I look around, you know, at the same time I'm feeling this resistance. Like I'm feeling, it's like, whoa! Do we really want to get through this? Like, do <laughs> does this mean I'm gonna right. have to clean the house? know <laughs> 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 And, and it is it is very real because ultimately, if I recognize that I am eternal, then at the same time, uh-huh. this whole life that I've been doing, I am letting go of. Like I'm accepting my death, as we've talked about many times. And it and, is and it the is, ego doesn't like that. Yeah, it's scary. You know, so yeah. we so we try and make our problems about other things, and we try and make a you know about situations or whatever is occurring in front of us. When it's just avoidance that we are going to die, you know, we're just avoiding that we will die no matter what. You will have to go through that experience of death. And that's, that's like the hardest thing, I mean, I'm going to lose everything. I'm going to lose everything, I'm going to leave with for. nothing. And, and so, I mean, right. we, we, may, we make up these religions to comfort us and say, oh no, you're going to have no. your family after and everything. But I mean, what if that's not even true? I mean, I want to hit that on the head, you know, I want to, I'm going to die, which brings up a lot of, a lot of stuff, you know, that brings up a lot of emotions. You're like, oh crap, I'm going to die. Oh, but I have this after death, you know? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's not try and pamper ourselves. I mean, we're not talking (laughs) about the philosophy here. We're not talking about what's actually going to happen. Let's just try and screw ourselves over in thought here for a second and say, you know, (laughs) no, nothing's going to happen. There is nothing after death, and then it brings up even more emotion and even more resistance, and and then we say, oh, you know, let's make it worse. You're gonna die tomorrow.
1: <laughs> it's over. Yeah, yeah Inevitably it's completely
0: over for you. No more existence. <clears throat> Whatever. Tomorrow is your death. This is it. We're done. Wow. I mean, what does that what does I'm- that do? Jeez. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no kidding. I can just feel my skin crawling. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: This is the Halloween That's... episode, I think.
1: <laughs> You're going to die. But it's true. I mean, it's a it's an ultimate truth. It's going to happen to all of us, and we all none of us want to face it. You know, our yeah. egos are resisting it. <laughs> That's interesting.
0: And even to take it a little bit farther, we're like, oh well, maybe I can leave a mark on this world. You know, I can, I can make sure that that every some i can change the world in a way or something i can do something that that helps a lot of people brings uh, good things to generations to come and so on and and let's just take that a little farther let's say you know you everything that maybe the whole universe dies with you you die this whole thing's done everything is gone <laughs> I mean, you we can, if it's easier to understand, the whole the sun blows up, your world's over, man. So I mean, yeah. what so then you don't even have that. And like to say, to accept that everything I have done in my life, everything I've achieved, everything I've come to, and everything is complete crap. It doesn't mean anything.
1: That's intense. That even like you didn't leave a mark on the world. Yeah,
0: not, even no, your memory no more dies world with you. To leave a mark on, I mean, it's all, it's all gone. You can't even look back on it. You're gone. You don't exist. And
1: that's so when a, you think like, when you think down to that level, are you really just identifying all your real concerns that are manifesting themselves in your life?
0: Well, it brings up all these ideas, you know, yeah, everything, pretty much everything that that would be. Uh, this idea of hell in my understanding that that mm. you regurgitate all these ideas, thinking that there is some sort of existence in you know in in what you have done and and what is outside of you And just um. just like that complete acceptance of that is is probably the most terrifying idea regardless of you know what we can do it and and that's kind of the same sense of what i would say the whole reason hell was made up i mean the idea of hell uh and and because people
1: are familiar with those feelings
0: yeah it's like to to get people to actually recognize that what they want to achieve and who they are is far beyond any of their any of their world any of their choices So, I mean, in the same sense, ultimately, Devon is not going to exist after, but what Devon's soul is, is going to continue. And what is embodying Devon is going to continue. But the personality, yeah, the personality pretty much has to accept its own death and its own demise, and that it's no longer existing.
1: (laughs) And in resisting that, it comes up with the seven sins. Yeah, exactly. It fights each one of the frequencies.
0: Yeah, it's it's where is the resistance to eternal life? Yeah, uh-huh. wow, is that step five? Maybe I want to go on. What what are the more steps?
1: <laughs> so, so that's hell. Is the is heaven when you transcend that and realize that you never had a body or an identity to begin with?
0: Yeah, I would say hell is the recognition of that eternal life, and it is. Is really joining with with the remembrance of what you've been before your birth and before life at all in the sense that we know it, uh, it, would, it you know it, it it's we all feel it like we all have have it right there kind of on a tip of our tongue just somewhere right behind us and, right. and yet those ideas of our fear of death are our, our obsessions we we've used them so often we trained ourselves to to use that to block us from recognizing that when we do realize this eternal life we realize power beyond measure we mm-hmm. realize that you know this this rebirth experience of of then in that moment is all your weaknesses that you had before have become your strengths and you're just Completely an alternate being and, and different. And, you know, it might happen in each frequency separately as we've divided it up in time experience. That you know, it might not just be one huge thing with every frequency, but, like, you recognize in this frequency and you, you then develop your balance and and you accept that you really have no power in this, that you have nothing of your own and and mm. that naturally puts it up to a higher power that you you don't know anything and you just yeah oh
1: I don't even know I don't even know <laughs> it's interesting talking about like yeah I see welcome Atreyu <laughs> my little Emily just went to bed <laughs> but I, I was huh
0: go ahead I was just saying he didn't nap very long I'm surprised
1: oh but... uh, yeah my daughter doesn't either. <laughs> she's with her mom. Hey, is well, I, was, she crawling I was on Facebook. Around. Oh, sorry, man.
0: <laughs> is she crawling around <laughs> yet or anything?
1: Yeah, she's, she's crawling, ca- and oh, yeah? she just started standing up. She can't walk, but she can stand up and fall. Oh, that's pretty <laughs> so, good.
0: I, I haven't she's... been really on Facebook or anything yet. Are you posting stuff? Should I check it out?
1: No, I'm so busy oh, okay. in the hospital. Uh, is your wife the only thing I... I do? She might. I don't... She probably yeah. does. Okay. I got to check it she out. She interacts with people. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, actually, yeah, I was on Facebook and I was looking at one of my buddies. Because this is what happens when I get on Facebook because I see all these, I don't know, people write rants or they're pissed off or they're miserable and I'm like, ah, oh, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I stay off of Facebook. Yeah. I deliberately hang out with people I like to. But I was talking to somebody, I was reading a post of a guy on Facebook that I'm friends with. And he used to have a really good job and he made a ton of money like a stockbroker and he was so empty inside you know what i mean yeah and so he, he quit his super high paying job and he bought a van and he's just been going around the country and trying to be an artist and meet people who are yes. like street prophets and like like yogis and like just meet people who have some kind of meaning some kind of purpose in society they, they add something you know but he was trying to find a way out of mm-hmm. the existential dread,
0: you yeah.
1: know? But he couldn't. And yeah, he's been no. doing this for a while now, and he just wrote on Facebook, and he's like, he's like, I can't find a way out. It's been unsuccessful, you know? Has he, and
0: I'm like, what is, is he this? in Utah? Can he yeah. Come, can he come to Utah? Give him my he's number. He's in Utah, yeah. He went, oh. he
1: went to UVU. Oh,
0: is he still doing it or no?
1: Um, I think so. What? Okay, well, he's still
0: trying there's definitely not a way out but anyway go on
1: <laughs> and I think that's what he's figuring out is there's not a way out of the system there's not a way out from under the existential dread you know like this ultimate demise this depressing reality you know
0: yeah and th- you know that's the way out right
1: <laughs> right <laughs> that's, like, that's that's like exactly
0: what we were just talking about like it, when you realize <laughs> you know you can't do anything about it like There's only one thing you can do left accept
1: it. It's like give up, yeah, Yeah. stop fighting it.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I guess suicide's an option, uh, but then, right, you know, just accepting it like all of a sudden, you know, you give up trying to get out of it and you realize, oh, I am just miserable. Oh, life is the experience of misery, right? You know, opposition is you know, it's not just experience opposition where, where you're going to be happy and sad all in one day, which it is, but it is like I'm happy in my eternal state, and here I'm experiencing quite literally misery, pain, and suffering every day. And right, I, all and the I time. realize that, that mm. that's what it's for, Then I recognize that there is more, there is something out there, there is something more. Like, the, the day that I decided... That I did not believe God existed was the day I recognized God was real. It was really, like when I fully, completely accepted, there is no God. This, this is, it, same later on in the day, holy crap, there is God. There's only God, you know, and it just was outstanding. That you know, you go to the extreme, and that's kind of what the what the difference between God and the Son of God is. It's like the Alpha and Omega. And when you recognize Mm -hmm. that the Alpha reaches or the Omega reaches the Alpha by a circular path, then you're not afraid to take that path. You know, as it seems that like they're opposites, it's actually the same place.
1: That's interesting because when he was posting, he felt like it was he had lost, you know, he realized he realized he's like, you know, societies, you can't get out. There is no better. It's all miserable but in giving up he's like i lost that's it i'm going back to square one that means i failed but in some sense it's like no you've gone back to the beginning you've succeeded
0: <laughs> yeah he's just going to finally accept his life and just go with it yeah right and you know that's kind of what uh, happened to me in a way and i'm i'm even back with the pretty much the first girl i ever flirted with and and i'm, I'm <laughs> back to going starting a life and and family and all this stuff when i i was i was escaping the dream that was my goal i was getting out of the world disappearance of the universe let's let's do this and i wouldn't say that i didn't achieve it uh i it was definitely a vision quest type thing and and i would Mm. definitely say that death experience that i had was was pretty much it it became clarity just uh, just went out the window Uh, i mean like it just went off the charts is what i mean and uh it just mm-hmm. became a wholly different subject, like life is a wholly different thing now, but I do recognize like the messes for an example that i i'm I'm still this this devin is still the same person, but my perspective is beyond just devin's eyes devin's ears, devin's senses now
1: mm. you have experience now, your fourth dimension is recrafting your reality,
0: yeah. And so, you know, did I tell you about what I would say was my experience of the sixth dimension, which I was told it was?
1: Uh, I don't know. After I think
0: so. The, the death experience. I had a few different. Yeah, it involved a stick and a wall. Did I tell you about my wall oh. experience? No. I don't think so. Holy crap! <laughs> oh, that's. I've been left out. So it was. It was within a month, I think, from from my death experience, which was december 10th 2012 uh which is a fancy time if you think about it and uh then one two one two one two <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah i mean everybody was saying it was the end of the end of the world at that time and oh, yeah. uh, it, it wasn't the 12th it was the 10th but uh pretty much and then january came and yeah was, we we're out in the desert um big party kind of thing going on and uh, without great detail, I mean, I could go into great detail. but we're, we're pretty much up on the hour. I don't know how much we're into it continuing, but uh, it came down to um, pretty much where to start where to start to make this a short story. I, I just got the <laughs> d- determination uh, to go towards these rocks that, you know, looked in the distance. I thought they maybe were a story tall or something. And it turned mm-hmm. out they were like four or five stories tall when I got there, and I just had this determination to go check them out, and I, I was going straight for it. And there's like I was unstoppable, just hopping fences and rocks and all this stuff. And uh, I get to the rock, and I'm like gonna go straight up it, and as I recognize the how steep it was it seemed to I, I took kind of a tried to climb on it just like on a wall my foot slides down to the ground and it was it was uh, nearly really as steep as 90 degree angle wall but not quite and it, you know it was very like sandpaper kind of a feel to it too yeah uh, yeah and then there was a shift of just accepting and i was kind of chanting the whole time i was saying uh all up, all down, all here, all there, all good, all bad, all right, all wrong, all the white light, all the white light. <laughs> and I had this real image in my mind of it all being the same white light, that it, there was no real laws or anything of, of good or bad or right or wrong or here or there or up or down or any opposition. And I got to this wall and I felt like Spider-Man for a second, but uh, I I just took this grip and knew that anything was possible. And then if it didn't feel like I was climbing up a wall. It felt like gravity shifted. Uh, and, wow. And the wall became the floor, and I was just crawling on the floor. But I made it up the rock. As really? If, as if, yeah. And, and then the, as I got up to the end of the rock, it was as, like it was a cliff, and gravity shifted again. And then I was standing up on top of the rock again. So it was like I had oh, wow. this whole shifting of the physical laws and everything. And that's that's one reason I, I have this stick that I take around with me everywhere I go. Uh, that's the reason I took up the form of having a stick because I had a stick or it was actually a broom with me that's some reason I was carrying
1: around at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but it reminds you of that time
0: yeah it it, it is that's it's kind of it reminds me of a lot. Uh, however, it is it, that's the reason I have it in a stick form and staff form. Mm. Uh, it, yeah, because that was just a total out of this world experience of of just I mean literally I c- climbed up a wall as I would say it, but to me it was like crawling on the floor. It, it was total wow. shift of laws. It was out of this world. And I was told later that this was, this was the tapping into alternate dimensions of, of the sixth dimension or alternate universes. And uh, even at that same point, these rocks were huge, right? They're big buildings, yeah. okay? And uh, I, I, there was one point I, I had a really loud voice on these rocks, and I, I yelled in this ki- like cavern of them where they're kind of on oh. each other and nothing could shake these rocks but some reason when i yelled these rocks shook <laughs> it was really? really out of this world and the, you know even like little rocks and pebbles fell off the side and and kind of like wow. dust and puffs of smoke or whatever and it, you know it, it was blowing me away at the same time and You know, yet my mind was in such a state after that death experience that, you know, anything was possible. Uh, However, I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea how to do it. I (laughs) I still don't know how to do it. I just know it's more like, you know, when I need to, I can. Mm. Yeah.
1: That's interesting.
0: And it comes down to that moving a mountain thing, you know. Do I actually need to move a mountain right now? Yeah. Yeah. So it's either I'm completely insane or there is definitely some truth to this.
1: I mean, all religions teach that. They're like Moses moved an ocean. Christ said if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you'd move a mountain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And billions of people believe these religious texts literally. We just don't believe them enough to do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And we've, we've... you know society's built it in such a fashion that we don't need to either you know
1: that's true just if we needed to move an ocean i guess we could
0: <laughs> yeah, that, i think that's kind of what everybody's draw to the end of the world armageddon and everything is you know let's, mm. let's get a whole big war thing happening so we can use these moving mountain skills and you know we can get miracles mm-hmm. happening i need reasons to do these things you know we all, we all feel that power behind our, you know, insecurities, and we want that that opportunity.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: that's true. Cool. And, until then, we kind of feel stagnant, you know, yeah. stuck in a stupid job. I have all this power and potential. I know I should be doing something, but I'm stuck in this st- stupid yeah. city. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> same blocks, same repeated issues, and all that. Alright. Well, (laughs) that went by pretty quick. That was awesome. Yeah,
1: that was good. And here we are, back to time again. Realizing (laughs) it exists.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Back to life, back to reality. Uh, Alright, thanks Mark.
1: Yeah man, Uh, thanks for doing this a couple days late.
0: You've saved a few lives over the past couple days, huh?
1: Yeah, I've been in the inside. ER a lot yeah. till like midnight every night wow. Yeah, crazy stuff They yeah. have me in the resuscitation ward So.
0: Oh yeah, so you're definitely
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's like hardcore <laughs> Yeah, awesome. I'll make some time We'll do this again next week yeah. Probably Monday then
0: Yeah, I mean okay. that, that's when the babysitters Got the baby So it's all good it would be great
1: Alright man, Okay. We'll plan on it then Thank you, Mark. All right, man. We'll see you next week. All right, see ya.
0: Have a beautiful day, everyone. Thanks for tuning in.